Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the program, and today we are going to be talking about the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee. Got a couple of guests joining us here. Uh, today on the program to talk about that. First of all, I want to welcome in uh, Patlin Lowry and also Sophia Guerrero, who is uh, who are both joining us here. So, good morning to both of you. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Awesome. Well, I, I know Sophia. I probably just butchered your name, and and uh, did I do okay? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so, tell me how you actually say it. Sophia Guerrero. Ah, uh, yeah, I can't roll my R's. I have a fat tongue, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> it just doesn't work. Padlin, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you this morning? Doing very, very well. So let's uh, let's just kind of get into it and talk about the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee. It's the first chance I've had the opportunity to talk to the two of you, so um, either one of you want to kind of get us started about maybe some things that are going on with Girl Scouts right now. Yeah, um, I'll definitely get us started. So Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee has been around since 1917. um, And throughout that, we've had a great history of serving the community and helping build girls up. Um, And right now, there's definitely still a lot going on. We, even though there's a pandemic going on, the girls haven't stopped growing and learning and making the world a better place for sure. So we have girls engaging with virtual camps, uh, with horses still, getting horseback riding lessons, to we're about to start our fall product sales where we sell candy, nuts, and magazines. And we also have girls doing service projects on the daily. Uh, They are teaching us so much about the virtual world that we're learning from them just as much as we're encouraging them to build up their skills and engage. Uh, And we are also in the middle, about to start our recruitment. So we're trying to get more girls to join and open up for every girl out there who is five years old and in kindergarten through 12th grade to join us and get started in all the fun and amazing things we have to offer. Well, let's talk about some of those uh, things as well here this morning. But also, I, I find it interesting to get everyone's perspective on COVID-19 and really how that has, it's changed everyone's world and how they do things. And so for the Girl Scouts, how has COVID-19 really uh, affected how you operate? I think the biggest thing that's changed is just that we're in a virtual space instead of an in-person space. And not too much else has changed. We're still having leaders and we're still having volunteers guide girls through programming and girls are still loving it and engaging with their friends, their peers and the world around them. I think the one thing we're finding is that some of this virtual opportunities that have come out of COVID-19 are something that we're going to continue pushing forward, having some virtual program options while also having in-person options. Um, And it's just encouraged all of us to think about the world around us and think about others more. So I think that's how it's changed. It's just more virtual space, but also in thinking about everyone else around us as well. Yeah. And, and I think maybe what is going to be the, uh, the next challenge, or, or maybe it's something that you've already uh, been, have been tackling at this point, but how to mix the uh, in-person and virtual events and things like that together, because, um, you know, I, I, I think that's 
that's the next on the agenda, probably. Yes, definitely. Uh, so, Sophia, tell me a little bit about your involvement in Girl Scouts. Yeah, so um, myself and Patty Lynn oversee the Davidson County area, um, and we really uh, work with, like we, like Patty Lynn was saying, we work with all girls from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, in addition to my role, I also serve the Latino community, so all of them um, who want to join Girl Scouts, maybe because of the language, have that language barrier, I'm there to support them as well. Um, and so we're really excited to broaden up that that troop and those those volunteers as well for our organization. So uh, tell me a little bit more about the organization. I mean, the um, you're in regions, I would assume. And how does Rutherford County fit into the, the particular region here? Yeah, so Rutherford County um, is one separate one separate I guess uh, county that we also serve. So we serve 39 counties, and every every county or a, a cluster of counties is overseed by a regional executive. Um, and so we have an amazing tr amazing team of our membership team that um, works with our volunteers and our girls um, in those respective counties. We have uh, joining us today Sophia Guerrero and uh, also Patalyn uh, Lowry joining us. And, um, you know, the Girl Scouts have been an organization that have been very involved here in Middle Tennessee for decades. And um, are, are, as we go into the new school season, uh Madeline, I would think that that's going to be interesting because, you know, are kids in school? Are they doing it virtually? And, and each county may be different. And so how are you going to tackle recruitment this year? Yeah, that's definitely something that has been on our mind since this started, just preparing for this fall. And so the way we're going about it is every single membership person is working in their specific area. So um, in Rutherford County, the membership team is looking at is Rutherford County Schools in person? And if they are, then can we do recruitment in person? But we're also looking at a, a broader way of, even if families are doing virtual learning or they're in person, we still want them to have the access to Girl Scouts because we can find them a troop that's small, that does meet in person and is safe, or we can find them virtual opportunities as well. And so we're doing everything we can to get the word out about recruitment for those areas where people aren't in school because that's how we would typically get girls is through sending them flyers and talking to them in person and so we have an amazing recruitment video that we're going to share out soon we have flyers digital flyers social media posts and it's all just going to be about spreading it by word of mouth and letting people know that it's available but focusing on that we have virtual opportunities and we have in-person opportunities so that girls get that engagement get that social interaction get that social emotional learning outside of school in a different way but still keeps them safely engaged and healthy at the same time so that they're getting all of the benefits. So we're definitely focusing on it and working in every county to meet that county's needs. You know, it's 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 amazing how you go from organizing in, let's just take Rutherford County as an example, and then uh, all of your volunteers who uh, meet with the groups and, and helping them with the challenges of, you know, well, we used to meet at such and such place, but we can't do that in person now. So where do we go? And, and, and so I, I'm sure that that 
makes it a challenge, but one that you all have been able to step into. Yes, definitely. We're finding churches and places of worship and community centers, and some people are finding Zoom is working great for their troops. So we're definitely helping problem solve and teaching the girls that when something comes up, you find a way to work with it and work around it. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, before March, we never really even had the first thought about doing virtual meetings and things of that nature, or maybe you did. Uh, So how big of a step was this to grasp the technology? I know kids do it a lot easier than us adults, but, uh, you know, how how have they reacted to that, do you think? So I have some experience with the girls on zoom calls we have an adventures anywhere program so girls get a box and it's like camp in a week but it's all in their box and so they're doing camp via zoom and they are loving it because the way that a lot of our troops are running and the way a lot of our programs are running is when they're on a zoom call it's a social interaction time so we'll play a game we'll sing songs we'll do an activity but the girls have a chance to talk and just enjoy it And so they're loving it. Our council went straight into virtual. We had virtual badges, which are still up on our website for people to check out. But one of the most amazing things we saw in every area was that before we could even as a council say, here's all these great virtual resources, we had leaders coming to us and saying, hey, I already had a meeting via Zoom. This is what worked, this is what didn't. And so we didn't have to tell them like, we're gonna go to Zoom meetings. They just instinctively did it. they had amazing results where they planned their own drop off of a camp set and their troop had a virtual camp together. So our leaders and volunteers are truly amazing. We're so grateful for them because they spearheaded it. They took it on and they pushed forward and the girls ran right there with them, enjoying it the whole way. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's why you have such uh, great leaders who, who are, are ready to react and, and, and do what they need to do to, uh, to meet the needs of, of the girls. I did see one of my Facebook friends, um, you know, their, their Girl Scout was, was doing some of these activities and I saw one of them, it, it was a, a paper plate with, you know, like many marshmallows and graham crackers and, you know, making s'mores and uh, all kinds of just really cool activities. And, you know, in a time when we're socially distancing and, and, and doing all these things, it, this may be the most important part of it all is, is bringing the girls together. Yeah, definitely. And that's been our our goal from the beginning of we know that we can't physically be together in March. We knew that. And then throughout the months, we've known that that's continued. But we still want the girls to feel connected, to still feel part of the sisterhood, whether that's their troop, their county, their region, Girl Scouts Middle Tennessee, still feeling that support and sisterhood. And then world worldwide, even knowing that. We have Girl Scouts all over the country and in different countries that are feeling the same thing, but we're all still sisters and Girl Scouts, and we can all still continue and make the world a better place. Sophia, in the uh, Latino community, uh, are we seeing that there maybe are uh, a few more challenges with, um, I know the language barrier is is part of that, as, as you mentioned, and that's part of the reason why. Uh, you're so involved in the organization, but uh, with technology and being able to have access to those types of things, uh, are there efforts there to help with that? Yeah, so I am in those meetings with them at all times. And so with that language barrier, we have been able to to help them out with that and help them, you know, with their parents having questions for the girls. Um, in, in regards to technology, there has been a lot of um really struggles and and challenges, but we've been able to overcome that 
too with having those leaders that that live close to the girls and are able to you know meet with them obviously with social distancing and everything but they have been able to meet with them and join in on the calls and uh, be able to at least get a drop off and maybe do it on their own if they can't join the call and they live you know somewhere else in in the county or outside of uh, the county and so it, it really has been um, something that we have you know pivoted from and changed from but we are really excited that that this really this technology the girls are really like like you said and Patty Lynn has said they are really teaching us on on how to you know discover something that is so new to some of us um, how to connect it with others and how to take action in, in knowing you know how to apply it in their lives and around the world. We are talking about the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee and uh, Sophia you you do a lot of your work right here in Rutherford County so um, you know I, I, I think that I'm not only Rutherford County but I guess you work in many other places as well so your uh, your services uh, are, are used widely, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Keep very, very busy, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Padalyn, I uh, wanted to give you the opportunity, and Sophia as well, as uh, we've got our last few moments here, just to, to mention anything else that you think uh, we need to and also hit on that recruitment again because, uh, you know, it's it's almost school time. Yeah, it definitely is. So if anyone has questions or wants more information about Girl Scouts or wants to check out some of our virtual badges, this is a unique time. We typically don't offer our badges to anyone. It's typically just for members. And so this is a great time to check out what we have and kind of get a taste of Girl Scouts. You can visit our website. It's gsmidtn.org, gsmidtn.org. And you can find out all about us. You can figure out who to contact specifically in Rutherford County. It's going to be Virginia Dennis and Veronica, they're going to be great contacts to help you find the best troop for you. Um, and so troops are in your specific school or your neighborhood or your community. Um, so you won't have to drive across Rutherford County or up into Nashville to find a troop. We'll find one right for you near your home. And we can find virtual and in person. So again, our website is a great spot to check out on our Facebook you just search Girl Scouts Middle Tennessee. We even have an Ana Espanol page. So there's definitely lots of virtual resources. And I would say if you're considering joining Girl Scouts, reach out, ask questions. We love to tell about Girl Scouts. I could talk about Girl Scouts all day, every day. And so could Sophia and so could all of our membership team. We truly love it. And it's a great experience. Also, any adult listening who would love a chance to volunteer, get involved, we have lots of opportunities. We always need help if you're great with first aid or arts and crafts or science or construction. We need every skill so that our girls can learn every skill. So check out our website, gsmidtn.org, or look us up on Facebook, and you can find photos and videos of all the amazing things we're up to. Well, perfect. Uh, Sophia, any closing thoughts from you? No, well, thank you so much for having us. We are really excited to continue this membership year um, of Girl Scouts, and we want every every girl who's interested from kindergarten to 12th grade to join us. Well, very good. I appreciate you both uh, being here on the program, and anything that we can do to help spread the word about uh, Girl Scouts, just um, send us an email and uh, or, or whatnot, and we'll um, help get that word about uh, recruitment out for you. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. And our guests here on the show today have been Patalyn Lowry and Sophia Guerrero, who have been joining us to talk about the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee. Don't forget, if you missed part of this program, you can check out the podcast section of WGNSRadio.com and also listen on your favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. COVID-19 has changed our world. And First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you. We want to help you and our staff stay healthy and safe. I'm Shelly Rigsby, manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And I'm Amanda Gentry. And that's why we're here encouraging the use of digital products in our drive-up windows. Call First National Bank of Murfreesboro first. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard. Member FDIC. FDIC. 